Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. All right. We are talking 80s. We're talking 90s. We're probably mostly going to be talking 90s because we remember those times. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I mean, very uh, small differences for the most part between the 80s and the 90s in, in terms of what we're going to be talking about. So yeah. welcome to welcome to the baby sode. This is like, ooh, that was a big stutter. This <laughs> this is like second, no, third baby sode, fourth baby sode. Who knows? I am not. I just I have enough stuff that I'm keeping track of. I am not going to keep track of what number of baby sode this is. They're few and far between. I wish we did more of them, but maybe we'll try. Maybe we will in the new year, new year's resolution. Mm-hmm. So as a parent now in the 21st century, occasionally, you know, we get flashes of our own childhood and obviously the decade, the century has a lot to do with what we experienced. Um, so this is actually a babysitter I've been wanting to do for a while, and I'm really happy that it's coming to fruition now. Jimmy is back. Oh my gosh. I think, I don't think you were the last, I just realized the last babysitter. Oh my God. I think the last babysitter one was in like July. Don't you shake your head at me? No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. The, I think the last babysitter was in July and it was with Jess from only you podcast. So it has been a hot minute. It's been a solid three months and it's been even longer for you. So welcome, welcome back. Yes. It's good to be back. You know, feels good. I'm ready to go. <laughs> um, if you have no idea who that is, um, if you're relatively new or you haven't, you know, made your way through every single episode, um, on the pack on the podcast. That's my husband, Jimmy, but Jimmy is normally the one who is, um, co-hosting the babysodes with me, but it's been a while. So hello, glad to have you back and let's get started. You ready? Oh yeah. Thank you for having me back. You know, honestly, the babysodes are my favorite. Oh really? Yeah. Why? Because I'm on them. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say, you know, the content is just really refreshing. Just kidding. <laughs> no. Just kidding. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. It's not, huh? It's because of me. Wow. Okay. Well, I hope you're ready to bring your A game. You got to dig deep in that long term memory, which, if you know my husband in real life, my husband is terrible. <laughs> It's not good. So, it's so bad. So honestly, like, <laughs> if you can't remember that many things, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just gonna just gonna preface that like it's okay. Like I accept because we both know that like I have a really good I have a good enough long term memory for both of us. So it's okay. like an elephant. You have a memory like an elephant. Hey, somebody's got to do it. You know. Yes. Um. All Sounds right, like so a goldfish. Oh, <laughs> Ted Lasso. Let's get started. Here we go. This is, I guess, why people who record with the people who they love have probably really long episodes because it's just like having literally just like having a conversation <laughs> with yeah. my husband, um, which I'm sure is not super interesting to you guys. All right. So Jimmy and I kind of brainstormed a little bit about like, okay, 
what was like, what was popping off in the eighties and the nineties in terms of like parenting styles or just like everyday things that we all, for the most part experienced. And now looking back on it, you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Like that was either like, that was not safe or that's like just fucking weird. Like why was everyone telling us that one? That's clearly not true. Um, And then I shot it out to you guys on Instagram and I asked, you know, I listed the things like, here's the things that Jimmy and I have come up with to talk about on the baby. So reminiscing about the eighties and nineties, what are we missing? And oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. I think like, this is like, you guys really delivered. I just, I feel like every single response that I got I was like, oh my God, how could I have forgotten about this? Like, yes, yes, yes. So I'm really excited. Um, we're going to keep it as short as we can. We basically just made a list of things that most of us experienced growing up in the eighties and the nineties. And we're just, we'll talk about it a little bit. You know, if I have a memory that stands out, if you have a memory, Jimmy, that stands out, um, we can talk about it. And I'm sure if you were born between, let's say between 1982 and I'm trying to think like what year is it between 1982 and like 1995, you probably remember majority of these. And if you were born after 95, you probably will have no idea what we're talking about and you should go to bed right now. I like how you cut out Jason, you know, cause he was an 81. Well, I was going to go 80 and I was like, eh, maybe they like <laughs> didn't care. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. If you remember the shenanigans that you were getting up to as a minor, as like under 13 years old or under 15 years old in the 80s and 90s, this is your episode. Welcome. You are about to be me tooing and oh my God, yes, like this entire episode. So let's kick it off. You want to start with the first thing on the list? Boom, go, hit it, hit it. Yeah. Uh, number one is the Got Milk campaign. Uh, so. Yeah, I feel like you have a very, uh, like this strums a certain uh, heartstring for you. Well, mostly because I hate milk. Hate it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, And I like, I always have. I was one of those kids who, which I guess this is another 90s thing within the Got Milk campaign in order to get me to drink milk. Um. And I think my sister as well, too, because we both just hated it. My older sister, Mm -hmm. Um, my dad would pour Hershey's strawberry syrup in it and like that. No, no, no. Okay. So good. So good. Now, if I drank it, I'd probably like have a couple sips and be like, oh, done. Way too sweet. But that's like, that is pretty much, and like eating cereal, like that's pretty much how I got, you know, like all the calcium that my body supposedly desperately needed from milk. And if I didn't drink it, like my bones were just going to be brittle and break. I feel like Mm -hmm. the campaign was very just like, you got to drink the milk. And like all the celebrities, like Michael Jordan's drinking milk and all these Olympic athletes are drinking milk. milk. Right. I just feel like it was so... But it's like, I don't know, looking back on it, is there anything going on like that today? Like, is there anything that's being like, so pushed so hard at kids, like a specific food or, you know, like the got milk campaign doesn't exist anymore because a lot of us, I mean, like we don't even have cow's milk in our house. Like we drink almond milk. So yeah, it was a very strange time. I will say (laughs) behind our bedroom door 
So like on the wall behind the door, mm-hmm. we had this giant um, got milk poster and it was a, like a, like it had the height uh, tape measure. I mean, it was a poster, but it had like oh, it measured your height. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was Cal Ripken. Uh, he used to play for the Baltimore Orioles mm-hmm. and, you know, he stand there with his glass of milk and he has his milk mustache. And I remember, I remember seeing that thing, like his eyes just like staring at me in the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we also, we were big, you know, my dad's a huge baseball fan. And this was long before the Washington nationals were in the area. And so the closest team to us were the Orioles. So we went to their games all the time. Um, so it was like cool that we had a poster in there, but it was like an intense got milk poster and I hated milk. And yeah. I just like, to this day, I think milk is disgusting. Like cow's milk is disgusting. Yeah. Um, I do I definitely had the Britney Spears got milk poster in my room. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah solid poster. Um, you know, like free Britney. Body? Hashtag free Britney, you know, Hashtag um, she's about to be free, free. Uh, I don't know. I think I took it from a magazine. I don't even think it was a real poster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not okay. Oh, did you get it from like Tiger Beat or like what was it? It's like J Teen. Speaking of like '90s stuff, <laughs> I have no stuff. idea. Yeah. Um, oh I also I I didn't like milk as a kid either, except for in my cereal. Like Same. I I just remember like my dad. I was not allowed to leave the table from breakfast oh. until I finished my milk, and I held out until it was like noon and we sat down for breakfast at like eight um i ended up drinking it and then from then on i hated it until i was a full-grown adult which was just a couple years ago right yeah (laughs) wait so you're saying you do like milk now i do like milk now yeah oh i thought you still didn't like it no no it's gotta be like ice cold though okay yeah ice cold Okay, so moving on. Here's a big one. One that I personally never experienced. You tell me if you experienced this. Being sent to the store by yourself, but with like a small grocery list, like from a parent or an adult, or a note to buy something. So somebody on Instagram messaged me. And she gave me that suggestion or no, I think we already had it on there. She said as an 11 year old, she was sent to like the corner store with a note to buy cigarettes for her grandmother. And it worked like what? Like now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No way. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Like I would never send my kid. I mean, like what am I supposed? Because we don't smoke. Like what am I supposed to do? Like okay, this is the kind of wine that I want, and just yeah. like tell them that your mom said you can get it. <laughs> yeah, pick me up a six pack, Robin. Yeah, like what? It's just yeah, <laughs> very very strange times. Um, next on the list was something that like was big in our car. This this one, go ahead and say it because I've never experienced this. What? I swear, yeah, never, never experienced. Go ahead and say it. Do you want me to read it? Okay, yeah, you go ahead and read it because I feel like especially because okay. you haven't experienced it, it's gonna be like funny to hear you read it. Okay, being told if you turned on the ceiling light in the back seat while your parents were driving, that the cops would pull the car over. 
So were your parents letting you turn on that light? No, they told me, they just told me not to turn it on. They didn't tell me like the cops are going to get us. (laughs) Okay. It means the cops are after us. (laughs) No, I know I'm not the only one whose parents basically said like, it's illegal to turn on this light while you're driving. And if you do it, we're going to get pulled over or like, I know, no, I know I'm not the only one. So people are, if you're listening to this, like they're prove me, like prove me right and prove Jimmy wrong because yeah. I know I'm not the only <laughs> one. I know, I know. And it was, I mean, talk about like forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they had never, if my parents had never like said anything to me, I probably wouldn't have wanted to turn that damn light on so bad. Yeah. I think, Thinking back on it, I think maybe my dad told me it like like prevents him from seeing well at night. But I think that's the mm-hmm. truth, though. I think that is oh, the yeah. truth. Yeah, that's real for sure. So I don't. I was yeah. I was ever lied to. I was ever. It's not like I was told like the, the sound on the ice cream truck means there's no ice cream. No, I wasn't told anything <laughs> like that. But I also think my parent. They said like we were going to get pulled over because they also would then say that like you only turn that light on if there's something wrong. Maybe we got to look that up then. I've never If you're having that. like an emergency, like that's the only reason you would turn that light on at night. So then a cop is going to see it and be like, oh, like there's something going on. I better like flash my lights and pull them over. Oh, no. Yeah, we got to look it. into it. If you also experienced this and were like, you know, made to believe this as a child, please let me know. Mm-hmm. Um. Being left home alone at an early age, especially if you had an older sibling. This is something I think you and I both experienced, correct? Yes. Yes. Very sure. Very sure. I mean, mom, you know, so dad always worked. Uh, Mom, I think she she worked when I was young. So she, yeah, she's been working since I was young. And I remember, luckily it was Mary and I, so a twin. Um, We would get off the bus walk home yep we go in and yeah we just wait until everybody came home well, where <laughs> we was just, jason you uh, had a brother who's eight years yeah old. uh jason was either senior in high school so he had things to do people to see uh girls to meet um or he was in college by then yeah it was eight years. But I guess I didn't mean, yes, I feel like coming home from school was, a. I mean, I remember like I got a key to my house at like fourth grade, fifth grade, yeah. which I mean, I was not the only one like in my class. I feel like it was pretty common at the time, especially when like both of your parents worked and you rode the bus to and from school. Like yeah, the bus was going to take you home. So you had to take the bus, but your parents were going to be there. So you had to get in the house and you had to be responsible yeah. and have a key. But do you also remember like, just like randomly, if your parents were going to go out for an errand or something. Yeah. And it was like, I feel like our two major rules were like, don't turn, like, don't use the oven and don't answer the door. And I think sometimes oh, yeah. it was even don't answer the phone. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. I think my mom told me that trying to scare me. Don't tell anybody. Don't answer the phone. That way people know someone's home. I was like, okay. Oh, I thought it would be like, don't answer the phone because then they'll be like, oh, is your mom, like, is your mom there? Can I talk to the head of the household? And you'd be like, oh, they're not here. (laughs) Maybe that was it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, I mean, as a parent, you do what you got to do, but a lot of us spent 
a fair amount of time at home by ourselves from a relatively early age, especially, you know, yeah. Especially if you had a sibling, you know, your brother is eight years older than you. So like you could have been home without an adult as early as like five years old. Cause that would have meant he was 13, you know, like, um, yeah. And I feel like that's not necessarily a thing that you really see or hear about anymore. Like kids are not really like rolling up, you know, getting off the school bus in front of their house and like going inside and no one's there. Like, that's definitely not something that you really hear about anymore, which like is awesome because I, unless you like really trust your kid, unless you really live in a safe neighborhood or unless like you have that shit and that routine down on lock, like, you know, like shit pops off, like between siblings, when the parents aren't there, like I experienced that for sure. Like a lot of times I would be like, just waiting on pins and needles for my dad to show up because I knew that it meant like my sister would stop bothering the shit out of me mm-hmm. and I would get a break. So I feel like personally, I feel like it's fine now that you don't see kids like not, you know, like semi latchkey, like latchkey is not necessarily as much of a thing as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, it's pros and cons and like, yeah. there's, there's good points and bad points. But yes, so let's keep going Um, because I feel like the next one just makes you think of like mall rats, obviously. Oh, I think of, uh, oh gosh, what TV shows were the let's go to the mall. (laughs) Um, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, I think of that. Yeah, so like let's mall culture. I mean, just like. Mom, like mom, like so-and-so and I want to go to the mall. Like, can you drop us off? And just being dropped off at the mall for hours on end with you and like one to three friends and just yeah. like hanging out, dicking around. Like you most likely don't even really have any real money to like buy anything. So all the people mm-hmm. who work in the store, are like, just get the fuck out of here. Um, that is something I don't, maybe that is, you know, maybe we're saying like, oh, all these things don't exist, exist anymore. Maybe we're just like old now and out of touch with like old and out of touch. We're that in between where Robin's too young and he's not in the mall culture. But I, I think it really died down. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think mall culture lasted for almost the full two decades for oh 80s and yes. most of 90s. Yeah, um, absolutely. I remember it was such a big, it was almost like a rite of passage yeah. to be old enough that your parents would trust you yeah. to be at the mall without them. Like, by oh, yeah. I, I feel like I kind of remember, kind of sort of like remember the first time that happened for me. I don't remember like much detail, just that like, like, th- like this is it. Like I've, you've seen this in like, you know, like I've seen it in movies, I've seen it in TV shows and like, I can finally, like I'm doing it. I am going to the mall with my friends and we're going to, I don't know what we did. Go to Claire's. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> get your ears first. Yeah. I uh, didn't know no, you need parental uh, 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 signature. I remember, uh, oh yeah, I remember going to the mall, but do you remember the big candy stores that used to be in the mall? Oh yeah. Or, I miss those. I haven't seen one in a while where you like shovel. I just remember taking yes. that little shovel and just shoveling candy into a bag, <laughs> you know, and then it's like, all right, let's weigh this thing and get out of here. Yeah. You know, you got jawbreakers. 
gummy worms. Oh my God. So much candy. I mean, just like you walk in there and the colors and like yeah. the floor is white to like offset the bright colors and your eyes yeah. are just like, oh, do you, do you know what else used to happen in malls? Oh, I mean, there's, it's all over my mom's house. <laughs> It happened way past the 90s, too. (laughs) I think it still happened. Um, (laughs) It's just like, I know, I mean, like, I know exactly which pictures you're talking about. So, yeah. um, I was was almost going to say, raise your hand if you ever had a family picture (laughs) taken, a family photo taken at JCPenney or Sears at the Mm -hmm. mall. I mean, that was, yeah. I have specific memories of yep, doing it as a kid. But then also I think the last time we did it, I was like 17. So that was in the 2000s for sure. Yeah. Mine was college, like freshman year of college, I think. So is that the white turtleneck one? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think you're gonna have to send me that picture so oh. I can post that picture. Yes. I'll have to get it from mom. I don't think I have a copy of it. I'll block, I'll block out everyone's faces, but yours, but like, yes, the oh, yeah. you guys, you guys see my hair pre, uh, pre-military. Uh, yeah. I mean, coordinating outfits. Well, Karen was on it. And Karen was on it. Literally Jimmy's mom's name, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. But Karen. The one that started it all. Oh yeah, she's the OG <laughs> Karen. She's the original. She Pixie the cut. <laughs> you mean the manager cut? Oh, sorry, the manager cut. Yeah, she set the foundation. She set a strong foundation for all those Karens to come. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you know we all go to our childhood homes, and a lot of the pictures on the walls are uh, those mall photo shoots. You know. Right. Um, so also going along with like being a latchkey kid, kind of, sort of, do you remember like just being allowed to roam around your neighborhood, like all day and your parents would be like, Oh, like come home when the streetlights come on or like come home when it gets dark or, or like even like come home at this time, but it's like eight hours from now. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just like hanging out with your friends and maybe you're going to one friend's house. You spend a little time there and then you go to the park. And then you go to another friend's house and then maybe you end up back at your own house, but it's just like so much independent time, which I personally think it's sad that I feel like kids don't have that anymore because it teaches, well, I feel like it teaches resilience. It teaches problem solving. It teaches responsibility. It teaches independence. Um, and it just sucks now as I was like writing, you know, writing down this list and turning it into a list. I did get sad that like, that's not a thing anymore because like people, like kids were getting kidnapped and it just became, you know, like kids became targets. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we have yet to figure out how to move past that or if we even can move past Mm -hmm. that, you know? And like, feel like our kids are safe. Like, okay, bye. Like, you're going to go bike to like so-and-so's house a mile away. Okay. Like, call me when you get there. Like, I don't know if we're ever going to get to that point again, where we feel comfortable doing that. And I wish, you know, like, I want that for kids. Like, I wish that's something every kid could experience. Cause I think it's awesome. I think it depends obviously where you live. Um, Oh yeah. 
Uh, I went to a friend's house and rode my little razor scooter. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my ankles uh, hurt. Uh, just you saying that. Oh, yeah. Ankle. <laughs> uh, and hung out at his house all day. You know, obviously no cell phones. Oh, yeah. Nothing. <clears throat> um, and, you know, it's like, call me when you get there. I totally forgot to call. Uh, yep, parents had no idea whose house this was. <laughs> oh my like, god! They had no idea where it was, who it was, or even a phone number. Uh, oh my god! And they just said, "Okay, call me when you get there, and then come home." You know, when it gets dark. Well, totally didn't realize it got dark outside. Didn't call home. Uh, well, I looked out the clock, and I was like, oh, oh, "I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die!" Uh, so I jumped on my scooter, got lost in the neighborhood <laughs> because this was, you were panicking. Yeah. So I <laughs> turned down a couple of long streets. Um, it was that the old neighborhood in Virginia. Do you remember going in that neighborhood? Like it got the windy road, the quiet Harbor neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get lost in there so easily. Oh, the hills are like crazy yeah. steep. You yep. Know. And uh, I finally made it home. Well, no, a truck pulled up next to me and I didn't recognize it. And I'm like, oh my God, somebody's going to get me. Someone's going to take me. Um, and then my dad rolled out the window and was like, get in the car. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, you know, they had been out looking for me, driving around the neighborhood, trying to find me. Uh, We're canvassing and, the neighborhood. Yeah. Yay. You know, oh. and because we moved around so often, like we didn't have like, neighbors that we knew and, right uh there there wasn't that continuity but yeah oh yeah that was uh that was me that was me Scare, scaring the crap out of my family well that wasn't the only time whose car were they in i i we had like just bought a brand new car or something like that oh, so like so, again in your panic yeah i'm like, panic oh it was dark it. out so like headlights were coming at me and like stopped you know, so you're like, who is this? Oh my God, who does this? They were uh, right. Someone's yeah. coming to take me. Yeah. Uh, mom's fears were coming true. Yeah. I mean, did you get in trouble or was it just like, uh, oh, I most likely got in trouble. Yeah. 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 Which, like, I mean, I was never, uh, my dad used to be, very, or both my parents used to be very like, when I was driving, when I was, you know, like a relatively new driver, yeah. call me or text me when you get there. Yeah. Nope. Never remembered. Always yeah. forgot. And then oh, yeah. a couple times, I mean, it would be hours later and my dad <laughs> yeah. would just be like, hello. Like he yeah. would text me like, hello, like four question marks. And I just be like, fuck. Yeah. Like, yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got here. I'm, I'm good. I'm also actually going to, spend the night here so cool and then there was a couple times that like i decided to spend the night at my friend's house and forgot to tell my dad so Oof. yeah Oof. That was yeah i think i know i said a couple i'm pretty sure i only made that mistake one time because he was mm. obviously pissed because he was scared that something had happened to yeah. me and we know now that like a lot of times when our when like our parents get angry it's out of fear yeah yeah yeah. That's Especially, fine. you know, like being a, you know, a driver being like a 17 year old, 18 year old driver. It's like, Oh my God, I can't even, I mean, we have time, but like, I already have to like mentally prepare myself now for the thought of like my child driving and just being out on the road with all the other crazy drivers. But let's go back to landlines 
because you, um, you know, we talked about like no cell phones. Let's talk about Mm -hmm. landlines for a second. And like, it's so hard at this point, it's so hard to even like imagine like only having one phone in your house, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. It seems so strange. And then. And you didn't think about it, right? You didn't think about your phone. Right. like that's not like oh I need to have my phone next to me I need to text. No, I was like I I didn't give two craps about my phone that was hanging on the wall. Oh uh, yeah, no, no. no. Um, and then if so, we had one phone in the kitchen that had a cord, mm-hmm. a pretty short cord. Like you essentially mm-hmm. had to like stand there at the counter and talk. But I remember when we got a cordless phone. It was like, here comes the privacy and you could just be like, oh, I'm just going to like take this call in my room. <laughs> it was just a game changer. But if you didn't have a cordless phone, you're like, you know, you try and talk to your little boyfriend or your girlfriend or your friends and you're trying to just like get some privacy and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, seeing the the closed door and there's just the spiral phone cord like jammed in the door, just like such a classic um, just such, such a classic time to yeah. try and like live your life as a young child and assert your independence while simultaneously having no independence at all. And then I thought about it a little more, like having to memorize, like I had my phone, I had my friend's phone numbers memorized mm-hmm. and then you would call and like, is so-and-so home? Can I, this is so-and-so like, this is Kayla. Like, is Sophie there? I remember my one, my like really good friend uh, growing up was named Sophie. Oh my God. I, I mean, honestly, like I remember, I still remember, I obviously know the area code, but like, I still know the next three digits. Oh shit. I think I just, I think I know all of them. I have to text her and say, was this your number? I think I just got it. No. 301. I'm not going to say it out loud, but 301. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think I got it. (gasps) Oh, shut up. Yeah. Nope. I couldn't remember a dang phone number f- to save my life. So all the girls like, were calling you is what you're saying. They knew your number. Wait, I, I remember once, uh, like a couple of girls found my phone number or got my phone number was like calling the house, uh, to talk to me. And I was like, okay, like I've got to go. And I went outside and played like, <laughs> I was like, I told you, I did. I didn't think about the phone at all. I didn't talk on it. I didn't call people. Like it, it was, it, I think not until high school. Yeah. I think it was high school is when I finally, when I got my, my flip phone and then, you know, obviously yes. that's the 2000s. So it's like, <laughs> at that point I started to realize, oh yeah, having a, you know, your own phone. This is so cool. Talking to people. Great. Before that. No, nope. Didn't care about it. Oh, I remember spending not insane amount of time. Cause I think I quickly switched over to AIM. Um, from talking on the phone to doing um, instant messaging. Yeah. But I feel like in sixth grade, like fifth grade, sixth grade, I remember spending like a decent amount of time on the phone. It's just like so stupid. Like what? You know, like just doing stupid kid stuff. But like that was cool because that's yeah. what you did. But then, um, you know, like call waiting here and like the little like beep beep, mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to go. And you like didn't know who was calling though. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause most phones didn't have caller ID and then star 69, which that was, I don't even remember what was star 69 again. Uh, it was redial. Uh, that was redial. Like if you, like, if you didn't know the number that just called you, you yeah. could like hit yep. star 69. Star 69. Yep. It was redial, and then yep. there was another one you could, when caller ID became more popular, you could block 
your number from being read on caller ID, but I don't star 67. I don't know. Again, maybe I own yeah, number 69. You, yeah. But yeah. I'm sure you do. <laughs> that one stuck <laughs> in my mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then answering machines. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember like it was, you know, it was like cool to have a funny answering or uh, what was it like answering machine message? Yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, like you've reached the blah, blah, blah household. And like, we're trick or treating, right? You know, just not, I can't think of anything, but like, we can't. Did you and your dad right do now. any of that? No, I don't think so. Um, So we're almost done winding it down. This second to last one, I have to say, I didn't know this was as common as I guess it is because when I saw when somebody submitted this one, it was a total like other people did that too. And it's putting sugar on everything or like on things that just like you didn't deem to have enough flavor. So that's like grapefruit, rice krispies, Cheerios. Uh, This person said apples and that is like apples girl. Um, but I mean, I grew up putting so much sugar on my Rice Krispies and a fair amount on my plain Cheerios too. And that was yeah. like the only way you could eat. Like, I'm not eating plain Rice Krispies. Like, what the? No. It yeah. was like, and then God forbid, if there was no sugar left, like, you know, like if you happen to be like shit out of luck. Well, I never ran into that problem. I never ran into that problem. Well, we've already always. established like, like your house was much sweeter in terms of junk food and sweets and sugar than mine was oh, yeah. so like, that was actually a real thing where it's like, shit, like you check the little sugar jar <laughs> and it's like, God damn it. Like, I, I don't know how you lived your life. Plain ass. I had to eat those plain ass rice krispies and it I was would never. terrible. And then I had to ask my dad, like, so when are we going to the grocery store? <laughs> Cause we need more sugar for the cereal. <laughs> no, nope. We drank too much sweet tea to be having, to be running out of sugar, like randomly. Nope. I remember we had like 10 pound bags of sugar in in the pantry because, you know, you it's quite a few cups to put in the tea. Uh, Oh yeah. Sugar on grapefruit, rice krispies, sugar everywhere. Jimmy is. Pour some sugar on me. I mean, I was going to say you're from the South, but like Jimmy's mom is from the South. (laughs) So in case you couldn't tell just by that one sentence. (laughs) Sure. Um, and then lastly, this was another thing. I was like, oh yeah, I guess that was definitely a thing. And I don't realize I wasn't thinking about it. Um, being allowed to basically watch whatever you wanted, like movies and TV wise slash like watch whatever your parents were watching. And I know like for a lot of people, this is probably not a thing. Um, but I think in general, there was way less effort put into, like shielding children from the news even like, and I, you know, now um, I feel like a lot of people say like, they don't let their children watch the news because those image, you know, like the background mm-hmm. or like the commentary and like the images can be very disturbing and just also yeah. like shocking for children. I mean, I remember watching a lot of inappropriate movies, like, I mean, one of my favorite movies as like a nine, 10 year old was liar, liar. Like that's mm. not, it's not the worst at all, no. but it's not super appropriate. I remember watching, well, I started, I didn't finish it to this day. I've never finished it because it gave me such bad 
nightmares and like nighttime anxiety for like three or four months after uh, The Shining. Oh. I started watching it. I'm pretty sure I was like by my, again, latchkey, pretty sure I was by myself in the house mm-hmm. or like my mom was like in the kitchen making dinner, you know, like something like I was in that, I was in the room by myself at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and it, I think I maybe got like maybe halfway through if that, yeah. and I turned it off. Cause I was like, Nope, I was so fucking scared. You know, and I feel like stuff doesn't necessarily happen. That stuff doesn't necessarily happen as often anymore. Yeah. Like, in general, parents and adults are much more cognizant of what their kids are watching on TV, which is good. Like, yes, because, you know, now maybe Sally, whoever, like, won't have nightmares or, like, won't be scared to go into the bathroom in the middle of the night like I was because she watched The Fucking Shining with the la- yeah. like with the lady in the bathtub, like, legit. So I just, you know, but that's, I feel like, something that's very different now. Mm. I mean, I remember like coming home from school all watching Power Rangers. And by the way, Power Rangers is not that good of a show when you watch it as an adult. Oh my God, so bad. Like, can you? <laughs> I remember you sitting see, there. Like, you can see the, like, their wrist, like, in between, like, the yeah. and the glove. <laughs> and it's like, I just remember watching it, you know, as a kid. I'm like, oh my God, these guys are amazing. This is amazing. You know, just couldn't wait for the next episode. And I just I can't imagine my parents being like, oh, my God. Yeah, this is great. Um, I remember that. But no, my mom was the exact opposite. Oh, she, oh okay. So you know? she was much more. Oh, yeah. There was like, TV was very restricted um, in like what was appropriate, right. you know, but she made up for that with sweets in the house. So I, I don't know what's better. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Because like, I didn't have as many sweets because like, I'll I, give you an we example. It's like to watch whatever we had a babysitter uh, and the babysitter brought over limp biscuit. And that was the first time I heard <laughs> limp biscuit and I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Limp biscuit, you know, oh like, my God. but you know, I had friends that were listening and watching anything and everything. And I, I, I felt very isolated. Extreme. Like ours yeah. was not that extreme. It was definitely yeah. like, it was in between. It wasn't your house where it was yeah. like strict, like you're not watching that, but it wasn't, you know, like I wasn't a kindergartner watching fucking it, which like a couple years ago when it came out, when I was yeah. teaching kindergarten, my, like legit, my kindergartners were walking in and like, I watched it this weekend and like, yeah. was it like five nights at Freddy's and like, I'm like, oh, like, no, like, are you sleeping? Are you okay? Yeah. Do you need a hug? You know, like it wasn't that extreme for me. It was in the middle. It was in the middle of the road. I feel like my parents were like aware and willing to kind of like push it as Mm. far as, you know, push it like pretty far, Um, which is like, you know, there's no wrong or right way to do it. But I think now in general, way more people and adults lean towards paying a lot more attention to what their kids are consuming music wise, TV uh, yeah. movies, like just like pop culture, which is good. Um, but then it, you know, you just don't cross over to that line where like you're forbidding things. Cause when you yeah. start banning things, when you start forbidding things, that's exactly when they're going to say, Oh, you don't want me to listen to that music. Oh, that's going to become my favorite band. I'm going to seek that out. I'm going to watch the movie at my friend's house. 
because that's yeah. another thing. Like you have no control. You only have control over like what goes on in your house mm-hmm. ultimately. And you have no idea what they're consuming. At well, I, house. My parents did a good job because I was afraid to even watch the Simpsons when I went to go to a friend's house. Oh my god! Oh, let's watch Simpsons. I'm like, is my family gonna find out? <laughs> you can't let you can't tell my mom and dad. Don't tell. And I'd like I tell you what that is. What is that? That's called anxiety. Oh, see, you oh. do have it, or you did. Oh no, maybe, maybe. Yeah. That's called anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. We've been waiting for you. <laughs> um, well, that's pretty much all we have. You know, we could obviously talk about our childhoods and how it was and how it's so different. Now we could talk about this for much longer. Um, but that was just, you know, some of the things that you guys wanted us to talk about and some of the things that we wanted to talk about. And it is funny when you look back on it and see how different Mm -hmm. things are in terms of like screen screen time. It wasn't oh, yeah. even a phrase. It wasn't even a phrase yeah. 20, 30 years ago. Like yeah. screen time. Like, oh, you mean the the giant <laughs> like the giant square monitor that you had to use dial-up to get on? And then so no one could get on the phone. So your internet use had to be really quick so that your mom could get on the phone. The TV that was literally a piece of furniture and it weighed <laughs> a thousand pounds. It literally was, like, it was made out of solid like- wood. Yeah. And there was a TV in it, yeah. And it would take like five, ten minutes to warm up and like oh, cool yeah. down, like when you turned it on, then when you turned it off. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. Classic. Today's kids don't even know. You don't even know. No, and that's they okay. have no idea. It's like that's okay. Robin's holding his phone like like an iPhone, like a brick, you know, and we're used to using our pinky and thumb as yes. so what yes. phones look like. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that's that a huge is. difference now. Yeah it's always changing. It's always constantly changing, but it is, oh, it's always cool to look back on it. Yeah. Look back at it. Like we just did. Yes, we did. We did it. Okay. Time to go watch squid game. Yes. Let's go. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening to, um, us talk. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to a sneak peek of our marriage. Psych. Not really, but yeah, at the same time, I feel like this is daily. <laughs> right. That's what I meant. That like, this is this was literally just us talking like it wasn't yeah. anything we're not being different just because the record button is going like this is just us um but yeah let us know if we maybe missed something that was part of your 80s and 90s childhood and um share with us call me when you get home bye, bye. bye.